Hey, welcome into Your Day Extra for Friday, June 16th. It is a happy Friday here at the Dean 24-7 Hour Studios. I'm joined by Natalie Cooper, our producer of Your Day. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm living the dream, let me tell you. <laughs> and Erica Cabas joining us for the first time on this podcast. She's our Hello. assistant news director. Hello. Did you force us to put you on the show? No, I'm just, I'm kidding. <laughs> I did volunteer her. I said, you're coming on and you don't have a choice. And of course, I'm Nathan Edwards, the uh, anchor for your day. So if you have never joined the show before, uh, basically, we're going to be talking about the top talker stories from Dayton, the state and around the country. We've got two stories apiece. We're going to walk through. Then we're going to talk about our love and hate for the week. And then we'll share our final thoughts. So Let's go ahead and go around the horn. Natalie, I want Me? you to start. Yes, yes, you lucky you. Lucky Sorry. you. Wow. What's our first story for the day? I want to talk ticket prices because, you know, it's summer. Lots of concerts and festivals are happening. And obviously the big concert going on right now is Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. So, but really, uh, ticket prices are about to become a lot more transparent because of legislation that's in the White House right now. Um, basically it would be all in pricing, meaning everyone will see the full price of tickets up front. So you won't get that shock factor at the end when Ticketmaster like doubles your prices or something like that. Um, and president Biden says this is a win for consumers and part of their crackdown on junk fees. Uh, but it doesn't really lower prices. It just makes them more transparent, (laughs) which honestly, I kind of like because the other day I was trying to buy tickets down in Cincinnati for something. Tickets were $40 a piece and then the fees were $30. So it was like basically almost buying three tickets. And that's insane. That's insane. But I really just was thinking about like Taylor Swift coming to Cincinnati sometime soon and the fact that uh, some of some scalpers were selling her tickets for thousands of Upon thousands of dollars. And people pay for it. And people pay for it yeah. because that's like what they do. That's their hobby is like going and seeing concerts and like the, Taylor Swift is their thing, you know? My thing too. Love me a Swifty, right? Swifty. Yeah. Now, are you a Swifty? Do you like Taylor Swift? I don't love her. I don't hate her. It's just meh. So how do you feel about, do you feel good about them putting the prices up front? I mean, you're still paying the same insane prices. I don't think it does much for me. Yes, because the prices are the insane part. I -hmm. I look at, you know, uh, comedians coming to town and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd like to catch that. And then I'm like, 100 plus? I don't know. I can't commit to that. I feel like it's kind of a step forward in the right direction because if i see prices of a ticket are like twenty dollars or forty dollars and i think okay i'm me and my husband are gonna go and that's eighty dollars i can swing that but then the end total ends up being closer to like 130 but then i'm already all through the process and just got excited about buying the tickets so i'm like oh well maybe i will buy it but just putting it all up front, I feel like, is better for consumers, just it's because for you your brain, know. maybe. I mean, but, like better for your brain. It's not not for your pocketbook. No. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like I'm more likely to buy the outrageous tickets if I'm already halfway through the buy. Like I've got my credit card in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, my wife bought me tickets to go see Ben Folds. We're going this weekend. That's so exciting. But like the original ticket price was like for two, it was like a hundred bucks, like mm-hmm. hundred twenty, and the end price was two hundred and fifteen. So it was almost a hundred extra like, bucks. How? How does that even happen? What, what are these fees? So, yeah, I guess the transparency is... Yeah. Venue fees, yeah. Erica. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Third-party fees. I think those are such trash. Do you have any concerts or shows coming up? No. I'm you, boring. I live a boring life because... I was... <laughs> I just can't. I can't commit to that price. (laughs) Unless it's Disney on ice. 
Oh, yeah. (laughs) Disney on ice. That sounds exciting. I know being a parent, you end up getting to go to all the fun things. We went to Mm -hmm. Jurassic World Live. Fun one. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I mean, they they try to sell you on a lot of stuff. So it's not only you're paying the ticket prices up oh, front. Yeah. They're walking around with all these like flashy yeah, things, and they're like, buy these. And then mom and the kids are like, mom, dad, I want that. Hey, I yeah. want that. I want that. Twenty dollar snow cone. Yeah. I know. It's just like we're always being fleeced for everything. We are heading to Disney World next week. My husband and I and his entire family. Oh God, help you. That's worse. I am about to be the best aunt ever and buy my niece. Everything she wants at Disney World. You're about you to save your salary. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, can I get a raise? Um. I was going to say you're about to be very poor. Oh yeah, but it's going to be worth it. It's she's three. She's about to have. We're doing the bippity boppity boutique where you like get the full oh, princess experience yes. with like the dress, and we're so excited. She's going to be so excited. She loves it. That sounds like a lot of fun. I know. Mm-hmm. So Erica, what's your First talker story First today. First talker story. So Pat Sajak announced that he's retiring from Wheel of Fortune mm-hmm. after 41 years. So this upcoming season will be the 41st season. And then he's taking his last spin. Last spin around the wheel. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like he hasn't aged in 30 years. Okay, so he's 76 years old. Hmm. I'm like, I guess that's a good, I mean, he's he's past most retirement age, right? So did he start when he was 36? Because 40 years? I, well, he looks so. really young if you yeah. look back at some eclipse. Apparently, yeah. he, I did not know this until just this week, but apparently he was a weatherman in Los Angeles before oh. he became the host of Wheel of Fortune. I did know that. I had no idea. Back when. What a run, though. 40 years. I know. And I mean, it just brings back memories. I remember watching it with mm-hmm. my grandma and sitting there and watching them spin the wheel. We had the board game um, and Vanna White, of course. Now, she mm-hmm. has not announced anything. We don't know if they're, who the replacement's going to be, if the show's going to continue. I don't know. There's rumors that maybe Ryan Seacrest. Oh, Ryan. Why do they got to really? put Ryan Seacrest no, in for everything? everything. <laughs> I don't know. He's it's okay. But okay. like, he was like, they're like, he's the new Dick Clark. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have nothing against him, but. Yeah. I almost took an internship in college. I didn't uh, down at Seacrest Studios, which is in the hospital in Cincinnati. And they like do programming for the kids there. And that's, Yeah. He's just all over. I just feel like I always hear Ryan Seacrest's name thrown around. Uh, him and Steve. Oh, it could be Steve Harvey. Oh, Steve Harvey's in everything, too. That's true. I don't know. But so we saw it kind of happen with Jeopardy, right? Where when Alex mm-hmm. Trebek uh, stepped down and then passed, there's new hosts. And it's just not the same for me. I don't know. I don't know how their ratings are. I can't speak on that. But I mean, working in TV, I'm sure you guys have seen, too, like a turnover in on-air talent and how that affects things like ratings. Mm-hmm. I can be the host of Wheel of Fortune. There. Let's go. You'd have my vote, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, no, actually, I want to be the next Vanna. Then I can get up there and just point it. <laughs> I would look pretty doing that. Do you I think, right? the old school board, though, where she like had to... Just spin it around. Spin it. Well, yeah, yeah. She used to actually have to <laughs> physically turn it. But now it's all digital. Now she, she just like pretends she, to touch she it. She looks yeah. great, by the way. And oh, she yeah. has done the guest host herself. So who knows? Maybe they turned over to Vanna White for the next I'd like to see 20 that. years. Yeah. That would yeah. be kind of cool. cool. And it would keep like the original kind of, I don't want to say cast, but like, you know, she'd be there. She's been there forever. I think that's cool. I do think Pat Sajak is staying on as a producer. For like three years after. Yeah. Okay. For yeah. the yeah. next few years. And I guess his daughter is also like helps out with the show. So maybe that'd be a transition. Yeah. Her that name would be was cool too. Around too. Yeah. So. Guess we'll find out. Sajaks. Stay tuned as we <laughs> say in the biz. Speaking of TV dads. This leads me to my next question. We had this 
poll question today about the best TV dads. <laughs> so uh, my question to both of you is, you know, looking back on your childhood at shows and sitcoms that you loved, even as an adult, who are some of the best TV dads? I was a Full House fanatic, so Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner mm-hmm. for the win. Mm-hmm. I okay. I don't necessarily think he was the best TV dad, but he's the one that I'm the most nostalgic for. Is uh, Mr. Sheffield from The Nanny? I used to watch a lot of The Nanny growing That's up. A shocking one. Right? I know. I used to be like in love with Fran Drescher. I I loved everything about Fran. I loved her vibe. I loved her style. I loved everything about her. You got her hair. I do kind of have mm-hmm. Fran Drescher hair. Mm-hmm. I should do it one day. I should like tease it up. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not quite you? long enough. Mr. Sheffield, yes. Uh, sorry, I, just, I was thinking Sheffield. my mom. My mom watched uh, Fran Drescher all the time. Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. what I was doing at like seven years old watching Nick at Night and its reruns of the Nick Nanny. But like, <laughs> so I feel like I could like name like twenty different TV dads that okay. I loved. What do you got? But I loved. Um, probably my favorite was Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Oh, oh yes. that's such a good yeah. answer. Because I don't know, it, Steve Urkel wasn't even his kid. Yet yeah. he was a father figure for Urkel. And he took everybody under his wing. He was just such a loving dude. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like he was one of those defining TV dads. And um, Alex, our other morning anchor, said that, you know, she liked the dad from Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, he was Prince. Yep, Phil. And he mm-hmm. took uh, Will Smith underneath his wing, too. Mm-hmm. Those are always such, like, heartwarming stories and yeah. people that are like that. I know growing up, um, my family... Didn't like necessarily like take her in, but one of my best friends like basically lived with us for several years. And so that always just warms my heart. Like, you know? Yeah. It's good fun. And the thing is, is like you don't really have the the sitcoms like you used to, I guess. Yeah, sitcoms are kind of by the wayside. Mm -hmm. I guess Modern Family had some good TV dad examples. Phil Dunphy. Yeah, that's the one people posted as well. People post cartoon ones too, though. Homer Simpson. Oh my goodness, mm. Homer Simpson. Which he's a pretty terrible dad. <laughs> yeah, horrible, I was going to say, not the greatest. That's all right. Not a good example. It, but... <laughs> uh, what about Tim the Toolman Taylor? Arr! Yeah, that would I didn't be my watch husband's favorite. He's I... a tool guy. Oh God, Home Improvement's great. Home Improvement. By the yeah. way, my wife met Tim Allen. Really? Oh, really? Yes. She, uh, so my wife uh, lived in this small little coastal town up in upper, uh, northern Michigan, mm-hmm. and she uh, worked at this little mom and pop store, and he came in, he bought some stuff, and she was the cashier and chatted up with him and uh, sold him some stuff, and she's like, he was a lot shorter than I would have thought. <laughs> Actors <laughs> always are. It's because they have big heads. Like, they're yeah. he- physically, <laughs> physically large heads. I, so I know they, exactly what you they mean. They look yeah. a lot bigger than they actually are. <laughs> I remember taking some acting classes in theater like in college basically and uh my theater teacher was like yeah actors are almost always way shorter because you look more proportional if you're doing camera work like you look proportional yeah. even if you're like super tiny even though tom cruise so. is a little runt I mean, he's... <laughs> oh, runt. yeah i would like he's to say tiny. he's not a dad on tv but mark Harmon from ncis and we're not Uh-oh. talking. Are we talking zaddies now? No. Is that what's I happening? Just, I met him, and I was, oh. we were talking about celebrity encounters. Nathan, um, <laughs> he is just the nicest guy. Like he is super nice. We had lunch together on set one day, and it was like amazing. He was super friendly. Wow. It was part I of feel a like school... I don't deserve to be in your presence. Oh yeah, yeah. My you know, <laughs> no. I've, never, I've never had lunch with any famous people. No. Yeah, we were uh, all at craft services together. It was so funny. They had like poke bowls, so like basically deconstructed sushi it was like a bed of rice and like tuna and stuff it was so funny he had just an entire bowl full of tuna next to him 
<laughs> and like a salad. Like, <laughs> he's like, I like my tuna. Yeah. It was so funny. But yeah, no, he was really super sweet. I got to do that as part of a school trip in college. And wow. I just, I like saying that because sometimes you meet celebrities and you don't know if they're going to be nice and you don't know if they're cool. And he is just a really cool one. I'm here to vouch. Yeah, you hear, you do hear the horror <laughs> yeah. stories. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like the any divas. of Yeah, the TV yeah. dads, though, I feel like if you saw them out, they've probably gotten it enough. <laughs> that, you know, I think what's fun, too, is Dan, you mentioned Danny Tanner, mm-hmm. is Bob Saget, if you've ever watched his humor and his comedy specials, so different. is so, so different. different. <laughs> he's, so. Such a, he's such a foul human being. Yes. <laughs> May he rest in peace. I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> May he rest I in know. peace, yes. And then, it kind of, then you just don't feel the same about the show and you realize who they really are, right? I don't know. Yeah, like Bill Cosby. Yeah. Oh, oh I went, went there. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mer- what a nice time he, to transition. But he was America's TV dad for the longest time. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably should move on from that one. Yeah. All right, Natalie, uh, you got another story here? I do, and it's local, and it's exciting for me. But Dora downtown, the designated outdoor refreshment area, for those of you uninitiated, um, it just expanded. So it goes all the way up towards the Riverscape Metro Park now. Um, meaning you can buy beer and alcohol in these special cups and just take it around town, which is awesome because it lets you go bar hopping and it lets you just like enjoy more of Dayton in a more like, get drunk wherever you want. (laughs) I don't want to say it like that, but like you can just kind of like explore more, explore. Yeah. Dora the Explorer. Dora the Explorer. (laughs) There you go. I'm all about it. I do think it's good for adventuring around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was kind of a product of the pandemic. Yeah. Like, this yeah. really didn't exist uh, in a lot of places until they businesses had to start getting creative. Mm-hmm. And they started just down in the Oregon District, and it's been wildly successful. They block mm-hmm. off the streets down there uh, during the weekend, and people are out and about. I mean, I was just out there last weekend with my wife, mm-hmm. and we were walking around with our cups down in the Oregon District. But yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be pretty sweet. So I didn't move up here until... Um, during in the middle of the pandemic, I moved up here. So my first experience with a Dora-esque area was downtown Austin. And I remember thinking like how cool it was that they had 6th Street blocked off and how you could just go bar hopping. And that's what my husband and I did. We went bar to bar and we ordered one drink at every bar. And we just, it was really fun because we felt like we got to experience more than if we had just like... I don't know how to explain it. If we just had to sit down and finish one drink and then like go to the next place, but we were able to just kind of like intermingle. And when I found out they had it here and now that it's expanding, I'm just super excited because I love the Oregon district downtown. I love the downtown area. Do you remember what it was like to bar hop? Back in the day, <laughs> That's a long time ago. I feel like I'm what you're sorry. This is like bar hopping for parents. I think I feel like Dora bar hopping great for parents. for parents because you can go in and grab your drink. The kids won't get bored. You walk out. You go get some ice cream. That's for the so kids. true. You have your beer. They have their ice cream. You walk around. Everybody's happy. <laughs> that's the best mom answer we right? could have asked for. But Honestly, I agree with you. Friday. That's what I need. Well, but. I agree though because like we were down at the Levitt Pavilion and you can bring your own beer there. Mm-hmm. And so we brought some beer down to the Levitt. But it would be nice just to go into a local establishment and not have to worry about that. Just carry the drink right on down to the Levitt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, just think it's great. It's it's so wild how the attitude around that has changed. I mean, think about it this. It was taboo mm-hmm. at first. Right? Oh, my like, gosh. Oh, like You cannot dro- walk around with your drinks. It's going to be crazy. People are going to get arrested. The days of the brown paper bag are gone. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's totally normal. I know. I just, uh, you, they're like, you're going to get busted if you carry it out <laughs> in public. 
That's so crazy to me. All right, I like Eric. it though. It's a, like a much less tense environment. <laughs> yeah, everybody's just, cool with it. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're not being an idiot. Oh yeah. Well, there will always be idiots, but you yeah, know. there will. <laughs> yeah, and there's plenty of them. Um... Erica, what's your second story? Second one is Beyonce causing inflation in Sweden. What? Yes. Beyonce inflation. They're blaming her for the bills, bills, bills. <laughs> okay. Is that from Throw a Beyonce back. song? Yes. I don't know. I'm lame. Bills. See, the thing yeah. is, is like it, what early 2000s? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still listening to music from the 60s, so let me be. Oh my goodness. So he's he's stuck in the doo wop. <laughs> that's not, that's wow. But no, Beyonce. So she's going to Sweden. She kicked off her um, Renaissance tour there last mm-hmm. month, and. It wasn't ticket prices. It was hotel prices. And um, the prices for the hospitality sector just skyrocketed. So they're blaming Beyonce for this inflation. (laughs) Um, And it has to do with a bunch of, I guess, I don't know much about Swedish economy, but uh, they have a very weak currency, apparently. Mm. Um, So in a lot of foreigners would come in, including us from the United States, mm-hmm. go in for those cheaper prices, but then it just jacked up the prices for the Swedes, and they're not happy mm-hmm. about yeah, it. Yeah, because then they can't have the fun. Yeah. Because they're I feel like, like that's, priced out. I feel like that's not Beyonce's fault, that people like her enough to want to travel overseas, yeah. you know? Just like, I don't blame Taylor Swift for high ticket prices, but that's just kind of like the demand, you know? Yeah. And the fees from Ticketmaster. Well, in... Okay, so the economists say that this is a very special situation because Bruce mm-hmm. Springsteen is supposed to be there this month and they don't anticipate the same reaction. <laughs> so oh, it's, yeah. it, it's kind of Beyonce. Pe- I don't know, it's on Beyonce. People aren't going to be going out for uh, old Bruce? That's not. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you know, here's... Traveling a, across the pond for that. This is just like how it is with T-Swift right now. And Beyonce, when she mm-hmm. goes stateside, I know she's going to be up in Detroit doing a show. Mm-hmm. My wife looked at tickets, and then she immediately closed the page because they were insane. I can only insane. That's, and, I you know, know. I can't. I can't commit, guys. Honestly, can't. who's going? To, I mean, how are people affording these shows now? I have no idea. Because inflation like, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of dinks. Do you guys know what dinks are? No. Dual income, no kids. Is that really what that is? Yeah. So you're a dink? I'm a dink, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I was going to say single income, two kids over here. (laughs) (laughs) You're like an anti dink. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it, that's crazy, though. Like, the the prices are just bonk. Is it worth mm-hmm. it, though, I guess? I, mm. I guess if, like, Beyonce is your thing, if going to concerts mm-hmm. is your thing. Because for a lot of people, I just assume it's, like, their hobby. Like, they don't do a lot of crafts. They might, might not do a lot of, like, whatever. But they save up for concerts. That's an expensive hobby. Yeah. Is there any musician that you would just absolutely go bonkers for to go see? Okay, now, mm. back in my day... Christina Aguilera was my girl. Genie really? in a bottle. Genie in a bottle. And yes, I did get front row tickets. I got wow. I got those tickets and I but I was young. I didn't have any responsibilities. My money was my money and nobody else's. Mm-hmm. So I just I I could. She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fantastic. Uh, you sound like Don't Kermit. <laughs> now what year now what year was that? Mm, Two thousand the last one I was at was 2007, I believe. Okay. So, so yeah. college, early college? College, yeah. Yeah. My little pop punk heart. Uh, I went and saw Panic at the Disco at Bogarts downtown, and I 
dislocated my shoulder there <laughs> in the middle of the console. Well, were you, I don't even know. Were you moshing? I no, I wasn't ask, moshing. <laughs> I wasn't moshing. It wasn't that kind of thing. But um, it was stupid. We don't have to get into it. But <laughs> it was one of my favorite concerts I've ever been to. And I also got to see Lady Gaga when she was doing the oh. Monster Ball tour That's back in like one. the the meat dress era, like mm. Lady Gaga. I was. She's it was great, super though. memorable. I feel like I was a little young. I was like 12, and I feel like I was a little little young to witness some of the things that I witnessed Probably. at that I would concert. Agree with that. I would agree. It was a growing experience. I still remember it. I'm not like a young, hip concert goer. I'm not yeah. going to lie. There's no like band that I would spend insane amounts of money to go see. But yeah. I will say, I did go to Bonnaroo. That was the most expensive thing. <sighs> I would love to go to a festival. And when I went to yeah. when I went to Bonnaroo in college, it was about three hundred bucks for the three day experience. I mm-hmm. think it's a lot more now. Yeah. But um we for saw three days. Yeah, we saw Eminem was there, okay. Arcade Fire. I told you this before. Uh the Decemberists. Yeah, and I'm extraordinarily jealous. Yeah, I it love was all of them. honestly it was an insane show. And it was just an insane experience. But now even like music festivals, they're they're, they're just outrageous too. But anymore, yeah. I don't have like super bands I want to go see. My biggest thing is like I just want to go see the Indiana Jones movie. Is that too much <laughs> to ask? <laughs> I know, I know, I sound like I know, I know, I know. It sounds super old, but you know, let me enjoy it. Okay, uh, here's my final story. So Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. You love him or you hate him. Uh, he goes around to all these pizza shops and he does these uh, one bite, everybody knows the rule, pizza reviews. Mm-hmm. And he's been known to slaughter pizza businesses, <laughs> but he's also been known to bring them a ton of business. And he handed mm-hmm. out one of his top scores ever at a restaurant uh, up in Connecticut. So it's called Little Rendezvous. It's in Meridian, Connecticut. It's a hole-in-wall pizza shop, 135-year-old pizza oven. They need an upgrade. Uh, apparently, Maybe that. Not. Oh, I mean, but I the old pizza ovens. Right? Oh my gosh! Even at Casano's, like we do the old pizza ovens whenever we request the oh, pizza. Oh, Marion's has here. the old pizza ovens too. Yeah. So Dave went there. He did his pizza test. He gave him a nine point one. And that, that's that's, that's crazy really high, high for him. For him, yes. it is really really high. And the guy said, the owners like it was insane. They were selling out of pizzas within hours of opening. And he's like, I'm going to have a heart attack, and I'm going to send Dave Portnoy my medical bills. <laughs> I mean, it's a good problem to have, right? Maybe? I think so. I I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like up and then... ooh, feel like it's very stressful. Yeah. But um, you know, Dave Portnoy was here in Dayton, and he mm-hmm. reviewed Marion's and Old Scratch. Mm-hmm. Now, he gave Marion's a seven point four, I believe, and mm-hmm. Old Scratch a seven point six. Now, I'd be interested to see if they had a little bit of a bump because it was around the first four time. So. I don't know. Do you guys have like a, what's your all-time goat pizza place? Goat pizza? Okay, so I actually didn't start liking pizza until well into my adulthood. Excuse me, what? Yeah. Wait, hold on. As a kid, I never liked pizza. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I know. Hold on. What kind of person are you? That is the. need to know more about that. Hold on, what? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Something just like clicked in my brain. I don't like red sauce a lot. So if I go to a place that has like really heavy marinara, especially if it's more tomato forward and not spiced super well i just don't i just don't like red sauce but i like i I, my gateway pizzas were like the pizzas that i call fake pizzas which are basically glorified flatbreads so like a buffalo chicken pizza or Mm -hmm. like something like that so you like like the basil yeah like the little basil olive oil basil yeah like a white sauce they're really good but that was kind of my gateway into like learning to love pizza 
Because I remember for the first couple of years of our relationship, Ben, my husband, would be like, can we just get a pizza? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't want pizza. I, <laughs> I was that woman. You, you have been dumped. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, you did a blind taste test of local pizzas and you got every single one correct. Yeah, I nailed it. I'm, I'm still <laughs> proud of that. Here. You yeah. should. I would be I would be sad if you didn't get them. They wanted to test me and I said, bring it on. I think Tej was shocked that I did it. And I'm like, yeah. bro. I don't come out. You're like, these are my stomping grounds. <laughs> Do you have like a favorite place? I don't have a favorite place. I love pizza though. And I've just started, Tej did a, a story on Roscoe's down in Waynesville. Okay. I've been wanting to try that it's place. so good. And they're, they're crazy. Like the one I like is, has pickles on it, which the I pickle would pizza. never pickles. thought pickles on a pizza. I think it sounds Wait, is disgusting. That, but is that the only thing on them? No, it's, uh, oh, I can't, I can't tell you because That's I'll okay. get it wrong. But it's like really... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Tzatziki sauce on oh, it. And then okay. pickles and that, some other stuff. And it's fantastic. I'd try that. It's fantastic. And they have all kind of crazy combos that you would think are disgusting. And they're rocking it. Well, there's this place in uh, Huber Heights Classic Pizza, which makes a uh, mashed potato pizza. Loaded oh. mashed potato pizza. That sounds great. And I was a little hesitant at first, not going to lie. Yeah, that I, would make me a little... Pies and Pines has one. I like a good old classic pizza. I mean, I could eat pizza. At, in fact, we had pizza for dinner. We made it homemade. It was homemade, mm-hmm. but we had pizza last night. I could do it every day. I'm terrible at making homemade pizza. I try, really? and it's just always, I always screw it up somehow. Put some pesto on it. Oh, Ooh. yeah, pesto. Onions and red peppers and some little chickens. Sometimes, yeah. like if we make leftover, we have leftover yeah. chicken from tacos or what have you, mm-hmm. and we'll put some chicken on it. It's good. I will say my all-time favorite in Dayton is Marion's, mm-hmm. and I, I was fully ready to fight Dave Portnoy if... We did not get <laughs> a good low. score. Yeah. And I was really worried because I know some outsiders who don't live here like really hate on yeah. Marion's. And I am willing to go to the grave for Marion's pizza. My Love it. favorite pizza it again. that's like pretty local is Cassano's. But the one thing I don't like about it is that they cut it into squares. I just think pizza should be in slices. Okay. Uh, this is where we're going to this, have a That problem. is such an Ohio thing. <laughs> I just... Gonna have a problem here. Uh, that uh, you get the little cr- that bits is, that are just crust as Dayton style to its core. Get, uh, the ones on the but edge I, of the circle are nice and tiny. So if you just want a bite of pizza, then you I just, don't. You just get a bite I want of a pizza. slice. I I just never want taste. just a bite. Give me a big pizza. thick slice. What's Love it. What's the place by Schuster? That one's pretty good too. A uh, flying pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's. That one's that, I actually haven't been there. A couple brothers run that place. There are some wild dudes, and they do like the New York style slices. They also mm-hmm. have like this thick square cut, which is a Sicilian mm-hmm. pizza. It's got a lot of garlic, a lot of mm-hmm. cheese. Super good. Mm, that does sound good. You guys, I'm hungry. This is making me hungry. Yeah. This it, is making me hungry. I'm gonna say one more thing. Okay. I don't like Chicago style pizza. Uh, it feels like mm, pizza soup. We can't be friends anymore. Liz- sorry. That's, mean, I'm sorry. It's lasagna, <laughs> as Nick says. Um, all right, it's let- a bread bowl. A bread bowl. <laughs> That's what it is. It's oh a bread bowl God. full of marinara and cheese. You're gonna and the get cheese is under the sauce. While, but... People are gonna yell at you. I know. For that Bring one. it on. Bring it on. <laughs> all right, Natalie. What is your uh, love and hate of the week? Oh, my love is that I'm going to Disney World next week. But I guess my love for this week in particular is that um, I've been seeing a lot of my family members, like extended family members and friends that I haven't seen in a long time lately. We're just kind of like cramming in some time before I go on vacation. And it's it's been nice. I've been really tired because I've been pulling long nights. But it's been nice like seeing people that I haven't seen in forever. So Who needs sleep? Yeah. 
Who you're needs young. sleep when you work at 1.30 in the morning? <laughs> exactly. What's your hate? Do you have a hate of the week? I do. I slept on my shoulder funny three nights ago, and I still feel like I'm walking like Quasimodo. Well, you know what? You can blame the uh, the panic at the disco concert yeah, I was years say, ago. It was that shoulder. That's what I'm that. saying. Yeah. It. My old injury. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the weather's changing. Uh, <laughs> that must be it. Feel it in my bones. That's right. Erica, what's your love? Love is that I had a birthday this week. Yeah. Happy belated. Um, I turned 38. So that brings me to my hate. We had a great day. It was fantastic. <laughs> my hate is that. I turned 38. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> what? That means 20-year high school reunion is coming up. Oh. Do I go? Do I not? Yeah, go. You're, practic- you're practically dead. I know. No, you gotta go. <laughs> that brings my point, though. Facebook, like, I, I'm kind of friends with everyone. I feel like high school reunions have changed over the years because, like, my parents go because... I don't know. They haven't seen these people in years. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, I keep up with them on Facebook. I don't need to go to a reunion. Yeah, it has changed a little know. bit, hasn't That's it? That's fair. I don't know. I've not been to a reunion yet. I haven't either. I'm because too my young tenure... to have a reunion. <laughs> Stop. My 10-year reunion, I was very pregnant with twins, and I was restricted oh, to travel, yeah. so I could not go to my 10-year. I think this year would be 15 for me. So if they had a 15-year reunion. We did not. I don't know. I don't know. Depends I'm on coming if they're... up on a 10. So I haven't decided yet. Yay or nay. Ha, ha, ha. 10 years. 10 year. that one's, That's when it starts to hurt, and that's when you start losing track. Yeah. Wow. I've already lost no. Do you feel... <laughs> She's going to kill me later. Um, <laughs> all right. My love, the Reds are on a hot streak right now. I also love that. Yeah. They <laughs> are uh, one game out of first place. They looked like they were about to be dead at the beginning of the season. Um, but now Ellie De La Cruz, he, a former Dayton Dragon, mm-hmm. he's just lighting it up. Nice. Kid's doing great. I want to get out to a Dragon... Dra- well, not only a Dragons game, but also a Reds game. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've not been to a Reds game in... Gosh, probably 10 years. I've never been because I'm really? from Cleveland. So oh. I think my inaugural mm. game is going to be the Guardians versus the Reds. I feel like I have the to. The Battle of Ohio. Fun. I love it. That's That'd in August. Cool. So. It's a great stadium, and uh, you can get Skyline in the stadium. Yeah. My hate of the week would have to be the weather because I haven't been able to get outside on my trampoline with the kiddos yeah. as much. Do you really jump? I jump every day. I try to do a flip, and I busted my face Ooh. so i don't i don't try <laughs> i'm not that crazy you think i'm trying to do a flip i'm not i don't have a death well, wish erica do flip so i thought why can't i <laughs> yeah well, well i'm I sure can't. that i would like to see video of I that see you do nathan i'm gonna watch no, you walk good. in one day hobbling and it's gonna be some freak trampoline accident i mean the first couple times i was on there i could feel my back pain starting <laughs> I think I've adapted a little bit. So now we have this game where I, where I have this stuffed stuff, a stuffed snake, and mm-hmm. I literally just spin it around my head trying to hit the kids as they run around me. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, oh, it bit you, it bit you. And then they just laugh. I'm like, this is great. I get to hit my kids with a stuffed animal, and they just think it's fun. <laughs> Anyways, sound like father of the year there. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Father's Day. It's almost Father's I mean, Day. father of the year. Happy Father's Day. Thank Happy you. Father's Day. Thank you. That comes to our final thoughts here. Do you have any final Father's Day thoughts? My final Father's Day thought is uh, I hope my dad enjoys what I got him. I shipped him some Jenny's ice cream. Oh. Like a a sampler, like a six-pint sampler shipped straight to his door. And I know he's going to like it because I did different flavors like four years ago for him, and he loved it. So Jenny's is good. That's a good gift. Yeah. And also happy Father's Day. That's my final, final thought. Thank you. Erica, 
Final uh, Father's Day thoughts. Oh, well, I'm not revealing any of the surprises I have up my sleeve for Father's Day. <laughs> um, but to all the dads out there, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. It's fun. Any big plans? Uh, I told I told my wife I want to lay low. Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> uh, with my little ones, I just want to hang out, play, do all sorts of crazy stuff. Maybe go on a walk. That sounds fun. Maybe go down to the park. I don't know. Maybe I, grill on that flat top. I do, I do. I'll probably make a big old breakfast. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. My final Father Day thought is uh, so glad to have my dad around. Um, mm-hmm. he had a health scare a couple of years ago and it was real tough. Um, but he's doing great, happy, healthy. I just cherish these moments and having the boys with him and That's being great. able to enjoy my boys as well. There, yeah. it's fun because like my little one who's two, he's finally, you know, showing me the love, you know, it's all about yeah. mom in the first couple oh, of years, of but mm-hmm. he's starting to be like dad's little boy. So Aww. it's fun. Daddy's cool. Yeah. That's cool. I, I can dig it. And on that note, <laughs> that's not a happy note. That is a good note. Yeah. That is a really good that note. Is, yeah. Thank you for joining us for your day extra. We hope everybody has a great weekend. Again, this is Natalie Cooper. Thank you. And Erica Cabas. Thank you. I'm Nathan Edwards. Of course, you can watch your day throughout the week on Dayton 24-7 now. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week right here on Friday. For now, have a wonderful weekend and wonderful week ahead.